0: Gotta clear the throat a little bit. Anticipation. I woke up this morning, looking like damn, I made another day. Critical thinking, repetition, I'm out of space. Everybody trying to fit in, but they out of place Gotta keep it steady, I am ready, this is not a race Mind over matter, gotta show you that I'm not a waste Sitting on the sofa, blowing fruity, cause I love the taste Women playing games, cause they love to see a nigga chase Free my nigga Stash, I just wanna see him beat the case I believe in chivalry, and going out on dinner dates No, I didn't fuck her, but she giving up the meanest face Everybody eating, you can tell by the heavy place I'm just trying to get my life right before the pearly gates Early morning so I am never late Coffee in my hand as we sit and watch the day break Uh, Anticipation
1: Alright, alright, here we go Welcome back to your podcast, Mental Kush Podcast, with Mister Scientist Nine and your boy Con Diesel. Welcome back to the other side. You already know the word has been given, so we about to check out how you niggas is living, right? Right. All right. So we got a special guest. We about to admit her to the other side. She about we about to run that experiment and see what happens. So let's go ahead and admit her into the lab. Admit to the lab. And she go. Uh. 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 Wait for sound, do a sound check, mic check. One, two. He says
0: she can't hear.
1: Let me see what you got going on, man. Oh,
2: there
1: she is. Say something? Yeah. Oh, there we go. We hear that voice. What's
2: going on, Amora Quinn? Hi. <laughs> hey,
1: how you doing?
2: I'm good.
1: What's up, man? What's up? What's up, good peoples? <laughs> What's, up? What's up? What
2: y'all doing?
1: Oh, no, welcome, man. Hey, man, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to that mango kush. It's that mango kush, you know, because the word has been given, so we about to check out how you live in. man. All right. So again, hey, thank you for, uh, you know, stopping by, chatting with us. We got a lot of good topics for you listeners tonight, you know, on some of the things have been going on in this 2020. Again, we're only halfway through the year. Well, technically, mm. somewhere halfway through the year and some of y'all still think this year is shit. You want to throw it away. <laughs> so, we're going to get some perspectives on hey. uh, how people are living and what they're doing to survive this so-called 2020 lockdown, whatever well, the they want to call people, it.
0: People are trying to figure out how to get to the next level
1: with Jumanji right now. Dad. First mm. level. So, you know, and, and that'll kind of go into our topic and, you know, our, our, you know, Let our guest introduce herself. she got to introduce
0: herself.
2: Hey, y'all. Give me one second.
0: <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Technical
1: difficulties.
2: Yeah. Cut!
1: All right, so uh, again.
2: Gotta
1: hear got hear me. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we hear you. All right. Cool. So, uh, introduce yourself, our guest on Mango Kush Podcast. And just tell us about yourself. You know who you are. And what it is that you do.
2: Okay. My name is Amore Quinn. Um, I do a little bit of everything, really. Um, my grown-up job, I like to say. I like to play around and say, is I'm a project manager so that's my nine to five you know every week hustle but i also do a lot of things on the side such as bartending such as management such as business owner um (laughs) the list goes on acting you You see like i keep myself busy so (laughs) 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 that's
0: what's up so uh, (laughs)
3: I, I,
2: you said a little bit about the parts. Like, like, what, what, like, what's your top drink that you make that it just put me down? Oh, oh, that's a good one. I've been doing a lot of experimenting, so I can't. I came up with a drink. It's like um, I'm still trying to come up with a name of it. I actually came up with it like a, probably about a week or so ago. I posted it on my Instagram. Um, it tastes a lot like a Jolly Rancher but it has it has a lot of liquor in it <laughs> but it tastes just like a sour it tastes just like um, very similar to a green apple Jolly Rancher um, and it's really good it's, it's actually made with bourbon though mm-hmm. but yeah I mean, it's good
1: see that's what we yeah, we got people that yeah, know how to make drinks, drinks you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. so I heard you mention that you do a lot of you do a lot of different things. So you been an entrepreneur or whatnot. How would you say that that's helped you navigate through twenty twenty with everything going on from how things happened in twenty nineteen to like now?
2: Okay, I will say for me, nothing's really changed because I'm still considered an essential worker. So I was one of the fortunate people that still kept their regular job. So nothing really changed with my work schedule. (laughs) The only difference was I was working from home a lot more when it came to my nine to five. Yeah. But as far as on the business aspect, just like with any business owner, like as soon as the epidemic hit, the pandemic hit I'm sorry as soon as the pandemic hit you know we definitely did take a hit as far as business because we had so much planned for this year and I think this is the same thing for a lot of um you know yeah, right. business owners we had so much planned for this year and our calendar was so full that like there a lot of the things that we had planned from like spring break to uh father's day to you know um just all kinds of things St. Patrick's Day like all the you know events that we had planned ended up being canceled because of everything that was going on so we had to try to find other ways to maneuver you know so it did it It, it hurt in that aspect but it did help with our creativity because then we started thinking about different things that we could do um, the business is um, Bar Dolls for those of you who don't know so I'm going to speak about some bartending stuff but in Bar Dolls we started thinking about things like selling bartending kits. Um, you know, I have connections with, you know, different wholesalers and stuff like that where I can get this stuff. And we were like, cool. We start, you know, just a little. Can't give y'all all our secrets, but you know, little stuff like that. Um, we were like, okay, what can we do that we can't, that we can't, that we don't need to be at an event to do, basically, right? So, you know, so we thought about that course, you got your mobile drinks, um you know your to-go drinks, things like that. So, you know, just coming up with more creative ideas. I would say that's how it really affects. Me,
3: guys. Definitely, I understand like, entrepreneurs.
0: Entrepreneurs that you have to find a way to adjust to you know whatever environment because you never know where you're thrown at, like, especially this year.
1: On quick. <laughs> you be like, hey. uh, we know. I <laughs> <about>. we know. <laughs> Yeah, we, all right. We can go ahead. We, we good. We good. Yeah, we
2: be good
1: oh yeah, we're always silly. You know what I'm saying. You have to be silly when you work hard. You know because if you don't find any time to to play when you're working, you know this shit's gonna get redundant. You know and and just kind of filling in what you said earlier about like yeah. This has been the most creative. I mean, because like I said, with with uh, I linked up with y'all uh, with Bardos. It was it 2017. Was that or was that 2000?
2: That was 17 I think it was eighteen. 2018. 2018.
1: So you know. Uh, yeah,
2: 2018.
1: Linked up with them. You know, been been doing a lot of good events and stuff. getting networking out there as far as just bartending mm-hmm. events, uh, other uh, avenues bring money in. But it just made me think about when the shutdown pandemic came, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to learn different ways to maneuver because relying on one source of income and having to be relying, like considering that you're Um, doing bartending, that's a that is a service, you know driven industry where you physically mm -hmm. had to be in front of somebody and people don't understand that if you didn't have no backup plan, then you you were fucked
2: (laughs) you really were I mean, the thing is, is that one thing I will say just from like the people that I know that was bartending or serving you know some companies you were able to get unemployment pretty fast like um at the job I was at well my you know my other hustle my side hustle I didn't even apply for unemployment because I knew I wouldn't qualify for it because I had my main job right um but they had applied for it for me before they even let everybody go so I I i was one of the first people to get my unemployment letter because my job had took the initiative to go ahead and do it for all their employees so i didn't have that long wait that some people had like some people was like oh it's taking forever a lot of people who are fortunate to work for good companies those companies went ahead and did it for you you know and then all you had to do was just complete the process you know what i'm saying um you know, to see, you know, if you fully qualify. But they went ahead and notified the government said, and said, you know, the, this person's going to be unemployed. I about say,
0: so. you work for a good company because any other body's company,
2: they're like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, you no. I, on I was, that on your I own, was shocked. You know? Look, I was shocked, y'all. I didn't <laughs> I got that letter in the mail. I'm like, like, literally, I say they, they laid everybody off and then literally, no lie, a week later, I got the letter in the mail. That's how fast it was. And really? so when I got when I got the letter in the mail, I was like, everybody else, like, sure, I'll apply, you know? <laughs> Even though I knew they were gonna reject me because of my other job, but I still was like, sure. Let me let me apply, why not? You know, you can get extra money, you get extra money because you can yeah, use that in yeah, yeah. other avenues.
3: Yeah. You know
2: what I'm saying? You can use that in other places. So, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I'm still looking at it like I'm still losing a source of income. It's mm-hmm. No, it's not my main income, but I'm still losing a source of income. So yeah. shoot, why not? But of course, I didn't get approved. <laughs> but, you know, um, I will say I will say that about my company that I worked for. You know, they were very proactive. And there were some businesses like that. And unfortunately, there were a lot of businesses that weren't like that. And it took a lot of people a long time before they could get unemployment. Yeah. Uh, one of my homeboys it literally took him like two months before Mm. he got unemployment so yeah
0: yeah, they out here playing with folks money man
1: (laughs) so okay so with unemployment and everything going that's more like a government you know uh, Mm -hmm. I guess program Mm -hmm. assistance Uh, do you feel that and this is I guess politically correct do you feel that you know that mm-hmm. with everything being shut down that people should open up the business again and you know cut the unemployment checks or should everybody kind of be safe and practice mm-hmm. all this you know rhetoric of social distancing to make sure you know you know think about okay. people's <laughs> livelihoods you know that type yeah, of thing you know, what, exactly. what, what are your thoughts on that you know should they ban, not say ban mm-hmm. unemployment but like kind of cut mm-hmm. it back out go back to normal or how they, should they operate in that
2: you know, okay so I'm always a big component in your health is more important than anything. That's I'm always a big component on that. Mm -hmm. I understand people want to get out here and make money. And I do understand that a lot of smaller businesses Mm -hmm. are losing a lot of money. And a lot of them are going out of business, right? Because Mm -hmm. of what's going on. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, it's really if you're a person like me, it hurts your heart because it's like, okay, yeah, I think maybe we should open up the business because I hate to see those mom and pop shops, those, those smaller underground businesses Mm -hmm. go, you know, going out of business because they can't operate. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but then at the same time, when you're hearing about the numbers, when you're hearing about the people being sick and for someone like me, who I have a heart condition, so this this pandemic is very important to me because if I catch corona, I'm I'm in that percentage of people that's not surviving. So yes, you have a lot of survivors, right? You have a lot of people that's catching it. So people are like, oh, it's not really a big deal. I had corona two weeks ago and I'm fine. You know what I mean? So people are kind of brushing it off like it's not a big deal. But you got to understand for those of us, for that small percentage who are the elderly, that small percentage who are like me who if we get it we're not going to survive it like you guys are talking to me today but let's say I go somewhere and I catch it I may not be here in a week because my body my immune system isn't going to be strong enough to fight it so that's something that people also have to keep in mind as well but I do feel like, like back to what I was saying before when you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, one of the one of the skills and talents that you have is that you're adaptable. Yeah. That any change that happens, you have the mind. If you could develop a business from the ground up, then you can conquer anything. But yeah. something like something like Corona and not being able to physically open your business isn't gonna stop you. I know people who I know a lady who is freaking 60 years old who mm-hmm. had a regular shop. And she told me the other day, because of this pandemic, she learned how to open up an online store. She learned how to opera, operate an online business so she could still sell her goods and still be operational. I knew another business owner who was a chef who had his own restaurant, but he had to close it. You know what he ended up doing? He, he learned how to do non-contact deliveries to his customers. He learned how to get orders based off online. So I say that to say, for the safety of people, do I think it's a necessity that businesses open? No, because for those true entrepreneurs and those people who have that business sense of mind, this isn't gonna stop you because you already came from a struggle. You already came from having to work hard. All this is gonna do is challenge you to think differently and think of how you can still do your same business but doing it in a different way because in every kind of business that you have mm-hmm. you can still if you if you are a fitness f- expert if you work out if you are a gym expert you have people who are coming out with uh fitness videos or doing zoom classes or yeah. you know doing different things to where they can still be in contact with their clients like hey we're going to work out together if you're a dance instructor they're doing zoom classes for dance hey all my people and the people are still paying for it they're still cash shopping the money they're still yeah. doing these you still can't find ways to do it if you are a massage therapist i'm telling you my homegirl is a massage therapist she said she ended up with she ended up doing was she ended up um because she knows what she uses on her clients she starts selling the massage oils the candles the things that she would use on her clients so that she keep herself profitable keep herself mm-hmm. making the money yeah. she that- would even call she w- adapting she would even call her clients and they would do what's called meditation sessions because she has the music already that she uses on them when she does her massages and they pay her for these meditation classes and she's doing that via the internet so what i'm saying is is that when you're an entrepreneur and you have that spirit there's no stopping you yeah so just because you're building has physically closed that doesn't mean that you should give up on what your goals are or what you're trying to do just just rethink adapt to the situation
0: no. how can you get your goods to the consumer
2: exactly adapt to the situation
1: no. or another uh, time like you said with adapting you know shit you might find get creative you might find something else to do you know uh,
2: the, exactly and you might find another passion. Exactly. You may, you may decide. You know, you have a lot of people who were working these jobs they didn't even like anyway. Yeah. So them being uh-huh. laid off and getting and being at home, you have a lot of people that are starting businesses that they've been wanting to start, but they never did because they didn't have the time. Now they have all the time in the world. So you got a lot of businesses popping up now because now people have the time to do it. So this isn't necessarily a bad thing. And 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 not for not for entrepreneurs or business owners, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's all in how you think. It's all about how you approach situations. Because the world is gonna change whether you want it to or not. And you have to always have a contingency plan. You have to always prepare for that change or you will be you'll be like a deer in headlights and you'll be wondering how am I gonna survive if you don't Always have a plan, or if you're not easily adaptable. That makes
1: sense. Kind what what we about to say these. Uh,
0: I, I was just gonna <laughs> say, like the the shift, like 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 you were saying, Quinn, you, you have to shift because we're getting ready to shift into a new generation. And people don't even realize that with the you know the closings of business, the hundreds and thousands of people who died. The, the the coin shortage, <laughs> like it, it's a lot of thing in the works right now. Mm-hmm. Like, so and it's getting ready to usher into into something else. Have but to, you know,
2: our but our younger generation's like been prepared for it though. Our yeah. younger generation, if you look at the younger generations, you have younger kids hitting that millionaire mark, and you have kids 18, 19, 20 years old becoming millionaires. Something I would have never thought I could do at 18, 19, 20 years old. You have kids, and they're doing it off of social media. They're doing it off of using stuff that when we were kids we didn't necessarily have. I didn't have an Instagram growing up. I didn't even know what YouTube was growing up. So you have kids now because you have these outlets like TikTok and and, and Instagram and YouTube, you know, these other avenues that are paying people and they're not doing physical work, they're pretty much being their own boss, right? These younger kids, because they grew up with it, they're making money at a younger age with it. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, I didn't have Instagram growing up. I didn't even know hey, about Facebook because I was like I
3: even
0: hey, not hey,
2: had black
1: because I college. Black <laughs> Man, MySpace. Okay, so
2: exactly. let, let, let me interject exactly. with that.
1: You made a valid point as far as you know this generation having more mm-hmm. access to the resources to, to make them you know overnight successes or millionaires mm-hmm. right so that is mm-hmm. understandable um however with that being said <laughs> i would think in a sense uh <laughs> i got the however in that motherfucker. like however mm-hmm. they were exposed to different things that we weren't exactly to as exactly kids, you know like like I said, we didn't have we didn't have no fucking. I mean, niggas didn't have cell. I didn't get a cell phone till I was in fucking high school, you know. And I then, got uh, a
0: phone when
1: I was eighteen, bro. Yeah, and, and then yeah, of the phones we had phone. phones were fucking. Phones what? And then phones I had were the fu- Nokia
0: twenty six ten, bro. Man, listen. Okay.
2: Yo, I had the, oh, I mean, I know they're coming out with them now, but I had a Razor back and they had a people Razor. I had a, razor, you know, a razor, razor phone. But now they're coming back out. Did y'all hear about that? But anyway. I saw. I'm not I I looking had, that mess. I, I, I had a pink
0: Razor back a sidekick. You remember the sidekick?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I had a sidekick. Mm-hmm. sidekick ID. You couldn't tell me nothing no.
2: But you gotta understand too, these kids because they're being exposed more back to Marvin's point that is a downside because they are maturing a lot faster and kids are being exposed to a lot more a lot faster but I kind of feel like in this day and age that's needed because there's so much going on that they hey. couldn't if they grew up when I was growing up I feel mm-hmm. like it would nah, it would be. Hey. they need to mature and grow up a lot hey, faster um,
0: Just imagine this when we were young and we were coming up we were exposed mm-hmm. to the last generation you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. we were exposed to the you know the violence the drugs the you know that right. that, that 80s 90s era
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then as as you see that that time has shifted you know we're in damn 2020 yeah. and it's a lot of it's social injustice it's, it's like a learned process yeah. and it's crazy how the pendulum is swinging
2: mm-hmm. well i mean these kids are still exposed they're still i said these kids are still exposed but i feel like when i was younger like i feel like it was we were exposed to drugs and we were exposed to violence but i feel like when i was exposed to and this is just me speaking for me growing up it wasn't brought to me like it was a good thing it was brought to me like something bad it's a way of life or something bad i feel like the the difference I feel like in this day and age, though, kids think it's acceptable. Kids think it's cool to pop a purse. Yeah. Kids think it's cool well, to pop mildly. Well, kids, think, kids think it's cool to... Yeah. Shut up, man. Kids think it's cool to, you know, do certain drugs. Even, even to do cocaine is starting to get popularity now and again. So kids are thinking that stuff is cool, you know, when it's really not. You know what I'm saying, and you gotta understand. Like when I was a kid, I knew not to touch drugs, and maybe that was just my my upbringing. But I knew that that wasn't a good thing. I didn't think it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like you got made fun of. You know they would call you crack baby and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) You know we would make fun of you. Like that was nothing cool in school. That was nothing cool to be known for. But this day and age, it's like the kids think it's cool the kids think it's acceptable that's where I think the difference is like yeah we were exposed to all that back in the day but we knew it wasn't right
0: it's the environment too though I mean that plays a because what you see and what you hear and what you smell every day mm-hmm. it's like a cycle that you kind of programs yourself <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's what you know <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> But I mean, even with the programming, I mean, I, I can break down the psychology and Bronfenbrenner's ecological systems theory and all that bullshit. Uh oh. But however, <laughs> <to> <laughs> however, um, yeah, I mean, I, I do agree with that. A lot of kids are exposed more. They're exposed to different things as far as. Um, Resources, you know, educational resources, how to make money, and then everything's a microwavable generation. Like we need this shit now, so people are popping up quicker versus we were taught to, hey, go to school, get a good job, work for more than thirty years, and it's like no, we. I, I think that the curve is trying to shift. Like you said, we saw all the, the shit happen in our age, our era, and it's like, you know, we see the shit going on with them, and it's like, okay, we got to kind of be the the gap, you know, and the bridge. Uh, mm-hmm. kind of bring both of them together so I mean and that's all and just with business and how upbringing comes and environment what mm-hmm. you're exposed to so I definitely do agree with uh, the points y'all both made uh, in that being said um, so uh, yeah we're going to take a short little break and uh, we're going to go mm-hmm. on to our next little topic which will be uh, you know some things we're exposed to with some of these bullshit ass shows that we watch <laughs> since the hey, shutdown hey, I,
0: need, I need just uh, a little, little. All
3: right.
1: Welcome back We got a nice little <laughs> good topic going for y'all So I know since the shutdown is going on A lot of y'all uh, Have you know got new uh, Not so much new but you know Netflix subscriptions mm-hmm. Hulu subscriptions uh, Prime Video, Tubi mm-hmm. uh, All different things Apps to watch different programming right? Um, so one thing you know um, I've picked up my Netflix watching a lot uh, so there's a a new movie that came out uh called uh Fatal Tra- Fatal Affair or some bullshit. Fatal Attraction. Right? Fatal, Attraction Fatal Affair. Anyway, it has water. it has Omar Epps in it and uh Nia Long And um so I'm gonna give my little brief opinion on this and I'm gonna um you know let y'all uh kind of mm-hmm. talk about that in a sense. Um so here's what's going on with this show, right? So basically this this lady was a married lady, you know whatnot, and she ran to one of her old friends from school. Yeah, had typical bullshit, and then the friend turned out he wanted to ever he wanted to talk to her, and then you know mm-hmm. some shit happened, and the nigga got crazy, and make a long story short, motherfuckers start killing each other and acting weird and hacking shit. Same old dry bullshit ass fucking play right that they've been putting down the black community's throats for the last fucking hour, how many years back. that's my personal Sorry. opinion if, if you don't like if you don't like the fact that I said that this movie sucks dick four seven zero two zero six three eight four three. talk to me text me talk shit and I'll talk shit back but that movie was not that good go ahead and chime in
0: Nah, I, 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 I haven't just, seen it so oh, i okay. can chime in so but <laughs> I, I i trust your judgment I, I kind of been skipping
2: over it anyway exactly i just feel like it's i'm, I'm with you Khan. i haven't seen it but i don't have a desire to see it i'm probably not going to see it unless i'm doing like a girl's night and they want to see it because ultimately i feel like we that storyline is so played out you have so many movies like that Like I. You know, I was mentioning, um, you know, we have Acrimony. Yeah. We have um, No Good Deed. You know, we have all these movies that are based off of the same kind of ideal.
3: Yeah.
2: And my thing is, is that it, 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 it's funny because it's like these are, are actors and actresses who I love growing up. Like yeah. Neil Long, Omar, right, yeah. I still love them to this day. Mm-hmm. But it's like you get pigeonholed Doing the same kind of roles all the time, yeah. And it's like, now nah, let's see something different for our black actors and actresses. I'm tired of seeing movies about failed relationships. I'm tired of seeing movies about somebody going crazy yes. and all this, 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 this love affair type stuff. Like at the end of the day, like, is that is that all that we can do as a black creative? Is, at, at is come day, up though, that's, with that's, stuff like that?
0: Speaking on the on the industry side, that's entertainment. They're gonna they're gonna put whatever what sells in front of people's face. That's, why that's
2: we know. true. That's true, but that's yeah. just like. But at the same, but at the same time, it's like you also gotta understand the narratives and stuff that we're putting out there with those kind of movies and those kind of shows. You know, I then you know, you you look at you look at the show you pretty much, and I'm just going to keep it real with you just based off what I'm getting from it, you're pretty much saying it's okay for this woman to go have an affair on her husband and play with someone's emotions and then not expect him to have some kind of retaliation. And I feel like that's the, I just feel like we mentally as people, we have to be careful of the imagery that we put out there because what you you put out there is what's going to manifest in society. Even something as simple as a movie like that just that energy with that movie the idea with that movie it just really shapes us on how we deal and how we think about people it helps us with those stereotypes on how we deal with people Yeah. and so I have problems with it because I feel like for me now I'm, I'm going to put it out there you know for me as a single woman right I get confronted all the time by married men I'm going to keep it a thousand we in Atlanta. We all know it's real. Ah,
1: uh, shit. We about to burn the M.K. on that ass. We about to burn um, the mango kush.
2: But we got to, I mean, let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it real. So I'm a strong-minded female, right? But let's say you have a female out here that's not strong-minded. She done been through things. You know, she's hurt or she's damaged from a past relationship. She needs a man. Maybe she starts an affair with him or whatever, for whatever reason. And it may not necessarily be because of her being a certain kind of way. But, you know, he connects with her, she connects with him. They're giving each other whatever it is that they're not getting, right, in life. Because if he was happy at home, he wouldn't be trying to holler at her in the streets. So Let's just keep it real. So they're doing whatever it is that they're doing. And now he he cuts it off because he's been with his wife for 15, 20 years and at the end of the day he's thinking about his kids he's thinking about the money he's gonna lose, he's thinking about losing his house yeah. he's thinking about losing all I'm gonna keep it a thousand Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah
2: so in his mind he's like I may care about this woman but I can't lose all this, I may not care about my wife like that or she may not be making me happy but there's other things I have tied up with my wife so now he's been stringing this woman along maybe messing with her, breaks her heart and then when she wants to go slash his tires, we want to say she's crazy. And I'm not gonna say she's not crazy because I wouldn't necessarily slash somebody's tires. <laughs> but then again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let somebody. Yeah, right. I wouldn't let somebody stream me along like that anyway. But what I'm saying is, is that you understand you have some women out there that's not as strong-minded.
0: Yeah. So I, when you're I, I, playing, I
2: when you're playing with somebody's emotions, you don't know what mental state they are. You don't know where they are mentally. You don't know where they are spiritually. So when you're playing with a person, they make them put on a good front. Cause you got a lot of people that walk around, and they're acting like they're spiritually grounded or they're mentally grounded, but they're not. You don't find that out until you do something to them. They turn up on you and then you're like, dang, I didn't know you was like that. So <laughs> the tie it, so the tie, so tie it into the movie, it's like we stereotype those people as crazy. We stare those type those people as insane instead of saying like there's a problem. Cause why do we have so many cases of infidelity? Let's address that.
1: Okay. Why do okay. we have
2: so many? Why okay. do we have so many Okay,
1: <laughs> okay. no, 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 <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. So so with no. that being said, I have a question. It's actually <laughs> on our uh you know, Patreon. Um, you know, if y'all get on patreon.com uh, slash NKPD cash, you can mm-hmm. actually take this poll. Um and, and the question that was asked was this um do women get a societal pass for cheating? And let me explain myself, right? Stop. So when when a man cheats, you know, mm-hmm. it's always and, and it's always the are saying portrayed in books, media, you know, what the yeah. is it's mm-hmm. always he's a dirt bat he's a dirtbag he shouldn't have did it he's a dog whatever reason not 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 any of the back reasons it's just this nigga's fucked up he's a dirtbag kiss okay. his ass you know what i'm saying um but like when when women cheat it's always more of a um, societal past like it is always stuff like how they portray it where uh i was missing something i wasn't getting what i needed at home mm-hmm. um you know, uh, you neglected me and it's always, oh, you know, we understand wash your hands clean of this sin you know, but like the, the dude, you get fucking crucified upside down, you know and and, and it's just society wise, you know, and, and you, you always portray it on, on, on like I said, television and movies where, you know the guy cheats, they bash him, but then when women cheats, they make movies about women cheating and, and how they live extravagant damn life, so yeah, it might blow up at the end but it's all. It's always. Oh, you know. I understand where she's coming from. You know. I, sorry, ass nigga. I did the same damn thing. But it's like <laughs> if a dude did the same damn thing, put him in the same fucking shoes, mm-hmm. and he's still a dirt bag. And and yeah, four seven zero two zero six three eight four three. I <laughs> said it. Women get soft fast. You don't like it. <laughs> you dang, throw that hell. number out there so fast. So I throw that number out I there quick. I,
2: what I have to say on that is, I think it also goes out. Goes back to the stereotypes of how women and how men are raised. You know, little boys are raised to be I don't want to say to be that player but it's like little boys are raised to kind of be like, like you know comfortable with the ladies and you know, a lot of when women we're, were kind of told to be more reserved and so a lot of times when women cheat and, this is, and y'all can get mad at me for this y'all probably already mad at me for what I said a, a few minutes ago but when yeah. women cheat when women cheat I feel like it's more an emotional thing it's more of I'm cheating because my husband don't make me feel good I'm cheating because I don't feel sexy no more maybe it's not even my husband maybe it's me I just don't feel sexy no more I don't feel wanting no more so oh this guy have a great conversation with him Mm -hmm. and to me I get attracted to a man based off his conversation Mm -hmm. not so much his dick size I'm gonna just keep it real not so much his money Not so much how good he is in the bed. Because at the end of the day, good dick is a dime a dozen, just like good pussy is a dime a dozen. Let's just keep it real. So I don't get attached to that. You know what I'm saying? But if the guy has great conversation and he can stimulate me mentally and make me think I could talk to him for hours, that's a whole different level of attraction. And I I feel like a lot of women is like that. I feel like with men, it's so much easier for y'all to go out here and fuck somebody and, and, and then the next day be like, okay, I'm not really feeling shorty. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that y'all don't, I'm not saying that y'all can't get attached either because I do feel like even as a man, if you meet a woman and she blows your mind, even if you out there cheating, that it could be a mental thing for you too. I do think it could still be a mental thing for some guys, but I do think with a lot of guys, it's, A lot of times it's about having something different than what they're getting at home. A lot of times I feel like guys cheat out of boredom. And I could be wrong. This is my perception as a woman. But I feel like a lot of times men cheat out of boredom. Men cheat out of, oh, my wife done got fat and she don't do the shit that she used to. Or they cheat off of, oh, you know, damn, my wife don't ever give me head. But this girl over here, like, she gets some good ass head. I wonder how it feels. That curiosity.
1: (laughs) So would you say that? So would you say that?
2: I feel like, I feel like, because of that. Hold on, I feel like because of that. That's why you guys get titled to being scumbags and all this other stuff. Because people, when they think of a man, they're like, you just cheating out of curiosity a lot of times. You cheating out of always something different than what you getting on a daily.
3: Not saying that's true.
2: Not saying that that's true, but I'm just saying. Because there are some men who cheat mentally. There are some men who cheat because they're not getting what they need at home. And sex is part of getting what you need at home. So we want to be fair. We want to be fair. If your wife isn't as freaky as she used to be and now you're deprived in the bed, that's still kind of a mental uh, neglect, too. So if we want to be fair, we can be fair on both sides. Mm -hmm. You know, women, we can start feeling neglect because our husband stopped telling us we're pretty. It could be as simple as that. So Whereas me, with men it could be something different, so but I don't think, I don't think that, but I don't, I wouldn't necessarily call a man a scumbag because he cheated. That's not, I, I, I'm one of those people where when people do stuff, I try to sit back and ask myself what's the reasoning behind it. So it would you say be,
1: so? Is the reason behind it would you say it is more impulsive for a male and is more? I, 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 I want to interject uh, Females are just savages as yeah.
0: as dudes.
2: We, are, hey, we just know But the thing is, it. you
0: guys are you guys are organized. And you move we can back. hide it.
2: We can hide it. A female is good at... One thing about a female, I will say, and this is my opinion, gang y'all probably be mad at me about this again, ladies, but if we cheat, and we don't want you to know, you will never find out about it.
1: But that's, and that's
2: just reality.
1: That's, no, no, no. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. That is just low. <laughs> that's low as fucking hell. <laughs> You cannot tell. That's like murdering a nigga. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but Cut you the the got to sure we're smart. The thing is, it's like, no, like no We d- think. That's we not- thinking. We're emotional creatures. You got to remember, because we're emotional, we think a lot. So we're gonna think three steps ahead. We're gonna be like, okay, if I do this with this guy, I gotta make sure. Okay, if I go and I mess with this dude, then I gotta make sure when I go home. I got to make sure I got some new panties on because I already know that's going to be something different. I got to make sure my scent is right. I got to make sure. We going we gonna, to we gonna think about all that. Whereas dudes, y'all going to forget about that lipstick stain on your shirt. You going to forget about it. You ain't going to think about it until you pull up in the house and your wife is like, well, what's that? Whereas if it was a woman, we'd be like, oh, lipstick. I got to put a new shirt on. I gotta, you know, we don't think we may have a backup shirt look just like our other shirt because we left the house with a black shirt. So We gotta have another mm-hmm. black shirt because you gonna know that I came back with a green shirt. <laughs>
1: you, so you, you see how these niggas is living.
2: <laughs> so we gonna be like, yo. So let me put an extra black shirt in the car because you no, know I left think. with black. I gotta come back with black. I can't yeah, come back I with green. Admit,
0: men, men don't think like that. Most y'all days. don't
2: think like, y'all don't. Y'all gonna have lipstick stains on your shirt. Y'all ain't even gonna think the look. Y'all ain't even gonna think the look at your shirt. See if you have any makeup stains on you or nothing. You ain't gonna think about none of that. But best to believe when you get home, your wife gonna think the look. She may not say nothing to you, but she uh, gonna purposely uh, hug you. She gonna be like, "What's that smell? You better hope the girl you mess with don't have a strong perfume. We gonna catch the smell. We gonna catch the lipstick stain. We gonna see that little makeup stain right there on your sleeve. We see everything. So, but, so, guys, but that guys, goes guys
1: to but that goes back to my point of imbalance, where it's just. It, okay f- fuck that okay we understand you know women yeah they're better murderers at cheating or whatnot you know hey y'all go in and poison motherfuckers dude is going just hacking motherfuckers so it's, it's, it's we get that <laughs> but it's still fucking murder right but the fact sure. that yeah. you yeah. know i mean you gotta think about it. that's some conniving ass shit where it's just like okay, spur of the moment type shit. I'm not saying okay. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but they, I'm not okay. making excuses. But yeah, however it happens. But again, to think on that level where mm-hmm. you. Over you know, you, you're packing up different shirts, you're fucking, you know, looking for this.
2: I'm not saying that was just an example. I'm nah, just fuck saying that like, you're like,
1: supposed you told that's that's yourself, <laughs> no, man. No, man, hey, if the look don't fit we're you gonna, can't quit, no, nah, well, oh, you ain't letting this saying one saying go.
2: As women, what well, I'm saying, as women, we gonna plan, we're planners, we gonna plan. If, if a woman gonna get married, it's gonna take her forever to plan her, her wedding. If a woman gonna plan a baby shower, it takes forever to plan. So, same thing with cheating. If a woman going to cheat, she going to plan. She going to have in the back of her mind, I know what hours of the day I can cheat. I know what hours of the day I can that's talk to this person. The, hey, she, I
0: knows, know, she knows the dude's schedule to
2: I, a date. Exactly. I know that he can't text my phone because we have a family plan and my husband going to see that number, so I'm going to have to maybe get an app or something else to text. With they don't know all of that. But that's, you know what I'm saying? They're going to think. Oh,
3: man. But, but no.
2: What it is yes i'm not saying it's right cheating is cheating is cheating Doesn't and, and, and we'll talk about cheating because i have my own theory about cheating too because i don't necessarily think that all cheating we'll talk about that later
1: oh no 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 that's a, that really that, 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 no 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 we, no we'll have a conversation
2: because that. i that i am gonna open up a can of worms on that one but i feel like society's views of cheating is negative right or the idea i don't even say cheating the idea of possibly being connected to another person outside mm. of the person that you are married to which mm. we all know marriage these days is really just a business very few people will marry because of the spiritual reason let's just keep it real mm. you have a few that do but that's mm. a, that's why i say what i say about cheating which we'll get to because you have a lot of people marrying for the wrong reasons mm. um and you have a lot of people not marrying their soulmates; they're marrying convenience but that's a whole nother conversation And so, I feel like, you know, cheating is cheating. However you look at it, good, bad, and different, cheating is cheating. It's just that women are always going in society to just be those little frail creatures. Like, oh, you know, oh, look at Becky over there. She's so sad. Her husband doesn't take care of her. Oh, he beats on her. So, that's why she was messing with Johnny Boy. Okay, that's just, you know. Oh, we're gonna always give them a path. However, let's talk about the, like we talked about generational. This new generational woman, though, this new generational woman is a savage. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Sure. They are savages, and you know They're they savages, they they've grown up in savages, an era of thinking
1: even human. <laughs>
2: no, nah, for real, they grew they've grown up, and you know I applaud them because they have a certain strength about them to where. They are not they are not pressed to be in a relationship or to be with a man or anything like that, which is kind of hurting our families and building strong families. Mm -hmm. But this this new era women almost think very similar to these boys out here. Like to keep it real, I've sat down and had conversations with these little 18, 19, 19, 19, 20. For real, I've sat down and had conversations with these 18, 19, 20-year-old girls and They'll tell you real quick. Well, I'll cut them off real fast and be on to the next dude. Like you know, and back in the day, it was like if you broke up with a girl, she was heartbroken for a good few weeks or so. You know what I'm saying? We didn't move on fast like that. I'm just going. to My generation, we didn't move on fast like. I mean, but I feel like it was different. Where this day and age, a girl breaks a boy, the very next day she got a new boyfriend. I'm like, dang, you just broke up with a dude. You see what I'm saying? So they getting tougher, too. They getting thicker skinned, this new era of girls, because I feel like they've sat back and they watched their mamas and their grandmas get played or get hurt. So now they to the point where they're like, this is what we expect from men, right? And this new era isn't falling for those okie dokes that my generation or generation before me will fall for or accept. I'm not going to say fall for, but accept. So that whole standing by your man through thick and thin, that mentality, I feel like we kind of had in my generation a little bit. It was kind of fading away, but this new generation is very rare to see these girls that's gonna stand by that man through thick and thin.
1: So, with that being said, mm-hmm. let's uh, with all that being said, cause you see, say a lot of you know uh, points and uh, different things of like that. Let's take that same you know, um mm-hmm. dialogue and put it in um, perspective with uh, Jada, uh and Will Smith, right? Okay. So <clears throat> with this shit, right, and of course mm-hmm. everybody has their own personal opinion, you no, know, everybody and I will say is everybody has an time and their opinion based mm-hmm. on their experience and perspective, right? However, <laughs> with that being said, so the whole I guess the whole gist of that, the red table talks where uh You know she was messing with this dude and all this stuff and then they had they had a sit down Mm
2: -hmm. would
1: you say that because we we can get into the whole forgiveness thing too now the point she used an entanglement you know she wanted to feel good Mm -hmm. you're married to this person is that valid enough points to really justify um i would say the violation of the contract is like again I'll say marriage, yes, marriage. Is, is so, contact.
2: I for what I got from that, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. Her and Will were taking a break from one another, okay?
1: No, 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 you know, so, I, 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 hold on, I, 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 let I, I, me stop, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, stop. let me stop, let me
2: finish. <laughs> so, I say this is say everybody's relationship is their relationship. So, if me he and my husband sit down and we say, here are the terms of our break this is what we can do this is what we can't do during our break mm-hmm. if we make that clear and then i violate it then i feel like okay yes i violated the terms of our contract however if we leave it to each individual person's interpretation and i'm not saying this will happen in their situation but let's just say me and my husband, for whatever reason, the spark in our marriage isn't what it used to be. We decide we need to take a break. He wants to do his thing. I need to do my thing. Yeah. I may interpret. I may interpret that as, well, my husband just needs his space. I'm gonna give him his time. He may interpret that as, oh, well, we're taking a break, so I'm gonna be able to date other women. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying that that was their situation because I don't know what, they're, what they talked about in yeah. their home. Nobody's going to know what they talk about in their home. And what they put on a red table, that's for publicity. They're not going to tell you every single thing because at the end of the day, they want to get the check. And that's how I feel. They're going to tell America what they want America to know. But they're not going to really bring y'all all the way into their bedrooms. So I say that to yeah. say,
1: <laughs> Yo, them niggas be living on earth. Exactly. So After I say earth.
2: that, oh, that, uh, that's, why, that's why I don't believe in, and I'm going to add this caveat I don't believe in breaks. I don't believe in separations because of the fact that when you do that, Ninety percent of the time, you're leaving it to the interpretation of your partner. I, I agree. I, I agree.
1: I kind of agree with that. Yeah.
2: And when you're and when you're telling that person, "I need a break from you," at the end of the day, there's a da- that's going to for a lot of relationships that damages it even more. With some people, it don't, right? But in some cases, it does because you are now in a situation where you're allowing your partner to be open to the world.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, when, because you're you're giving them that space. So, however your break is conducted, whether you're sleeping in separate rooms, whether you move to separate houses, whatever it is that you're doing, they no longer are experiencing that companionship from you, Mm -hmm. which leaves it open for them to get companionship from somebody else. Because at the end of the day, as humans, that's one of the things that, we thrive on is companionship. So...
3: so.
0: Yeah, she is. When just about... mm -hmm. So just in that instance, do you Mm -hmm. think Jada manipulated that relationship?
2: Who? uh, August? Manipulated August? Do I feel like... No. Because this is the thing. He... He essentially, though, he still knew that she was married. And this is my key. I don't care... If, if a person, if you know that they're married and they haven't told you that they're gonna divorce or they haven't shown you some divorce papers, there's no reason in your mind to start developing this life with this person. Now, if you're having fun with them, if you're just developing a special friendship, an understanding. It's
1: special friendship. <laughs> exactly. If look,
2: you know, if you're developing, if you, if you guys are like, Hey, we're both at a point in our life where, you know, you know look I'm never gonna be with you because I do have a husband but right now I need somebody to fulfill this void in my life and if he was on some well you know what I'm not really looking for a girlfriend right now anything serious blah 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 and they're giving each other what they're missing no but what happens is what happens in these situations is is they always start off with an understanding until one person gets more feelings than the other and then that understanding becomes a, oh, you played me. But did that person really play you? Because you knew what it was from the beginning.
0: Listen, Go ahead. I, 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 I agree with that to, to a certain aspect. Now, August is a young dude. Do we know how old he is? He's I don't know. Like,
2: Probably in like, his 20s, right? He's, he's younger, younger than me. me. I know that. I know he he's dealing with me. a
0: woman who sees it, who, who more than likely... You know, does swinger shit? Like, okay. I, I think she knew what the fuck she was doing, and not to say like he didn't know, but when, when a seasoned woman, you know, when they come through <laughs> with, with seduction, He's
3: a like, you, you yeah
0: I can't imagine the And then she knew he had a drug <laughs> issue, so mm-hmm. I could just, I just imagine the conversation. They might be asked, like. No, I
2: mean, I'm not saying that he didn't catch feelings. I just don't feel like she played him. Just because you feel like somebody did something don't mean that they really did it. You know what I'm saying? If you said something to me, if you, let's just say you said something to me that hurt my feelings, and so I want to walk around and say, oh, Con, you hurt my feelings. And you're like, oh, yo, I was really just joking with you. Like, that wasn't where my heart was. Yeah. You know what it is. You know what it is, Quinn. We always joke like this. But I'm like, well, you said this, blah, blah, blah. My thing is you got to, my thing is just because he got his feelings involved and he got hurt, don't mean she played him. Because at the end of the day, you have a lot of situations. You have a lot of situations where people tell you what it is from the beginning, but you want to convince yourself that's going to be something else. When a person tell you what it is, you should listen to them. If a person tell you from the beginning, like, yo, this is what, this is what the role you're going to play in my life. This is where you're going to stand in my life. This is what we're going to do in my life. Don't sit here and start seeing roses because y'all having some bomb sex and they tell you they love you and they care about you. Because at the end of the day, that person still told you you're going to be hitting You're talking
0: hug. about two You got to remember
2: bedroom talk.
0: About, uh, we're talking about, about an um, emotional attachment and then we're talking about a physical attachment. And but the, no, worried. they, they go rules hand in hand. They go hand in hand.
2: Especially if there's something us. that you're
0: not getting in your life. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not but saying physically. Right or wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying, when. You know when it starts off as y'all just being you know y'all just fucking y'all just just exactly. of, you know, it always happens like that is because it don't no matter you spend that much time with somebody okay. you know it, it becomes a oh let's just hang out then y'all are mm-hmm. fucking then you know you, you know you go to the movies together it's yeah. just a little simple shit like you know
2: but kind but that does not mean know,
0: feelings get involved that's what i'm saying
2: but kind, but that does not mean that they played you. That just means that oh, your saying, emotion So that's I'm what I'm saying. saying she did not that's what I'm saying. she did not play him. His emotions just I'm not saying he was wrong for getting emotionally involved. I'm not saying he was wrong for getting his feelings involved. What I'm saying is just that sometimes you gotta sit back and blame yourself. Because when a person tells you what it is and you see you falling too deep then sometimes you got to pull yourself away because at the end of the day that person ain't gonna stop playing because they enjoying your company they probably and they probably have feelings for you too but it's just not strong enough to leave their situation so you got to understand that you got to still protect yourself out here
3: yeah
2: you know what i'm saying so just because you talking to somebody every day you you, you know y'all flirting Y'all, y'all care about each other and y'all have that attachment unless that person is actively doing something to truly be with you you have to really sit back I'm and love yourself enough
0: when you, when you build a bond with somebody you know and especially if it's somebody turned out that it's somebody that you can trust
2: mm-hmm. it, it changes the
0: game I'm not saying like that, that there's no right or wrong answer because at, shit, exactly. at the in of the day Exactly. We started. This is what we started, and this is what what it did. Exactly. I have feelings for you, and I just like, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck what you're talking about. I want to do I Z. I I can't be mad at that person for not wanting. To.
3: Exactly.
1: Okay, so let me interject, Booker. Y'all having a good dialogue? Let, 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 <laughs> let, 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 let the scientists go I'm ahead. Like,
0: I can't. I mean, technically, I can't be physically i you know
1: i can't be mad about it but mentally i'm going to be fucked up Damn. no no he but who
2: said but who said that you also have to remember too who said the bond has to stop a lot of times bonds stop because when situation changes and people don't like the situation they remove themselves from it A lot of if you if you just because if you meet a married woman, let's just say you or a scientist meet a married woman, and she tells you what it is. Y'all mess around, y'all develop a great bond, and then she comes to you and say, "Hey, me and my husband finally gonna work it out." But you still want this woman in your life. You probably can still have her in your life as a friend, but she's letting you know that probably that physical stuff and all that extra stuff is gonna stop. So you're not gonna have access to her like you used to.
1: Oh, let me, let me, but you knew that you here. knew that was gonna
2: happen. What you thought? You thought you were gonna be tapping that forever? You knew her husband. Was no, no, going no, but here's That's the
1: question right. I gotta ask. So so that kinda goes into yeah. like so one thing I would say recommendation too, there's a show called uh Midnight Gospel on uh mm-hmm. Netflix. And it does a lot of like talk about like enlightenment and and uh like Hindu mm-hmm. was, was anyways, make long story short, mm-hmm. is um so I, I had an interesting conversation with somebody, and I, you know, I follow a lot of people on Instagram and, and see different things. And I saw one uh, particular guy I follow that um, a post they made was like, you know, you never really get anything from one entire person, and you know, Facts.
2: You know you, I agree with you a thousand you to, percent.
1: You know, you have to, um, and and nothing, nothing even sexual. Like you ain't got to be, you know, fucking anybody yeah. you walk by. But you yeah. know, they they yeah. made the argument that you know there are people who who uh, have, you know, other... I won't say so much relationships, but, you know, it's like you have, like, those... Whatnot. A
2: connection with certain Yeah, connection, people. there
1: we go, that's the word. Yeah, exactly, and, people, and I believe in that. I believe you know, in that. So, but, um, but with this day and age, and I guess what the definition of uh, relationships are, marriages are, you know, and that one person one person should solely be yours uh, and they should get everything from you, would, would you say that that's a valid statement that it can actually happen, or we say that's an invalid statement because, again, like you know, you you might I, I'm, I'm not I'm not speaking to anybody's relationship like that, you know, or, or mine own or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like does anybody feel like you know that you can actually just get everything from one entire person um, male or female or whatnot, or mm. do you have to make connections with other people you know and it's not even no sexual shit you know
2: mm. no, no I don't think everything has to be sexual and that's why I was saying earlier about my ideas of cheating is different because I, I, I agree with that person that you can't it's very difficult to get everything in one person but I say that to say that in this day and age, because a lot of people to me and a lot of people may not believe in this, but I still believe in the idea of soulmate. And I still believe that there is somebody out there that can possess everything that you're looking for. But But in a society that we're in today, everybody is in such a rush to get married and have kids. Nobody wants to be left behind. Everybody wants to be in such a rush. They don't allow themselves time to find that soulmate. So the first person they meet that gives them 80%, they're willing to accept that and they go and marry that person. And they don't realize that later down that road, that 20% going to start affecting them. They married that person because they got 80, but that 20% is what's going to start bothering them. You know, if you have a, if you have someone who's like, oh, I met this man, he has a great job. He's a good father to his kids. You know, he treats me right. But let's just say, maybe on a spiritual aspect, maybe they can't sit down and have long conversations and talk about life. That's That may be something small to some people, but over time, that can affect your relationship. So when she meets that guy that she can sit down and have hour-long conversations, now she's gonna build a connection with this other man because he's giving her that 20% that her husband's not giving her. So, her husband's a, Her yeah. husband's a great man, but she probably should have, what she should have did was waited, gave herself time because if it's destined in her path to meet this new man, she was gonna meet him anyway. But she was in a rush because she, the first man that she met that she considered to be a good man, she was like, oh, well, I need to hold on to him. Even though she knew that there was things about him that she didn't quite like. And a lot of people in society do that
1: so 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 with that being said i mean so should the husband or, or wife for that matter mm-hmm. should they rise to the challenge and try to provide that additional 20 you know or should they fall back i mean what, what, what should they you do? want to be
2: honest with you i feel like you either some you're either a person's soulmate or you're not and it doesn't matter how hard you try i'm not even trying to be funny it never it doesn't matter how hard you try if a person doesn't connect with you on a spiritual level, they're just not gonna connect with you. You can't fake that. If a person is not gonna connect with you mentally, guess what, they're just not gonna connect with you. You can't fake that. If a person isn't sexually attracted to you, I don't care how much you augment your body, what surgeries you get done, guess what? It is not gonna change anything. So it, I, I think at the end of the day, you gotta understand you can't be something that you're not. If you're not a deep thinker, you can't just become a deep thinker overnight because then you're going to have these shallow ass conversations and the person knows they may appreciate you trying, but that your conversation, boo, is not going to be the same as she having with that other man. It's not because he's naturally like that. His spirit is naturally like that. And that's what you're not going to possess. And unfortunately, what people have to learn to do is to be honest with their husband or wife and say, this is going to hurt you. But I have to be honest with you. And that's what's missing in a lot of relationships is honesty. People have to be honest with one another and say, you know, I have met this person that gives me this part. I may not want to be with them, right? Because they may not have the other stuff that I want. They may not be my soulmate. But I may have missed my soulmate because I've been with this person for so long. My soulmate may have came and gone because I was already taken, per se, right? So you need to be honest with your mate and say, hey, so-and-so, I've met this person. And this I'm going to tell you is going to hurt you, but because of my respect and loyalty to you, I have to let you know. I bond with this person on this level. And I know that's going to probably bother you in our relationship, but I'm telling you that my connection with this person is important to me because they give me this. And people have so much pride and ego. That people can't handle those conversations because now they're feeling like you're telling them they're not good enough. Now they feel like you're telling them that they're uh, not important, and you're not telling. No, 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 you're not telling them that. Just because you have your own weird quirks and got your own weird things that you like to do, doesn't make your partner less valuable. Just because. They're, they don't possess the ability to do certain things because you, you can have a wonderful husband or a wonderful wife who does everything that they need to do. They can't help it that you were made like that. That's how you. You know that that's what you need, and that's what people have to understand that just because you can't make a person just because you don't fulfill certain things that a person wants doesn't make you a bad person if if I marry a dude and he likes big old titties and I ain't got big old titties does that make me a bad person? no, it doesn't it doesn't make me bad because I, I wasn't made that way if, if, if my voice is annoying to somebody if my husband feel like damn her high-pitched voice is so freaking annoying and he needs a woman who has a mellow tone voice and he loves talking to her all day does that make me a bad woman because he can't sit bear to listen to me talk all day because my voice annoys him no it doesn't I you know it. what i'm saying and i know those are extremes but i'm just saying like we gotta stop victimizing people and stop making everything an issue because everything is not an right. issue it's a it's an issue because you make it an issue it don't have to be an issue. It can be something where if you have two intelligent people, you can have an open dialogue and you can talk. And you can you can talk to because because what? Somewhere in that conversation, you may find out your mate been having that same feeling with you. Maybe there's something that you haven't been providing them that they've been depriving themselves of, but they've been too afraid to say to you. So you may have that conversation with your mate and they may open up doors and may have a A big sigh of relief in the house because now y'all can be honest with each other instead of pretending. Because that eventually, that pretending is gonna end to end up in infidelity, end up in affairs, end up in divorce. Because it could be the small little 20% or 10% that people can't talk about that will make them do bigger things.
1: So... I mean, it's okay. So I, 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 I hear you on that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm all about uh, creating uh, additional mm-hmm. dialogue. So with that being said, um, yeah, people. Okay, so let yeah. me play devil. Okay, let me let me switch let me switch it on up. Play <laughs> devil's advocate. They play devil's advocate, right? So the, I know Khan got
2: something to
1: say. I hear him. So we hear, <laughs> we hear, we hear the whole thing about you know honesty. Uh, we hear the whole thing, even. You know, government being honest, us be honest, relationship, and you know, okay, again, yes, people's egos are frail. Like everybody's frail, you because if you believe something and you get told otherwise, it it will fuck you up. I don't care what no one says, it will fuck you up, especially if you have mm-hmm. relationship-wise, you know so mm-hmm. some people do want to save the honesty because it's like damn you know if you do care about this person i get the whole respect thing and it's and that third you know <sighs> however there are times where it's like you know is, is is honesty uh being too honest a bad thing you know like in a sense of what do you think it might do to somebody's psyche or self-esteem um, what, you know, repercussion might have, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying if, you know, a relationship or friendship or whatever, you know, has things you have to sit down and talk about, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, okay, let's look at it like this. I'll be real now. Mm-hmm. And then this, and it, it's, you know, just let's say you have an average guy, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh In
1: a relationship, married, whatever, you know, you've been doing what you're supposed to be doing for the last, I don't know, five, six, seven years, you know, not cheating, mm-hmm. Uh, doing some of the guys you do, you know, maybe providing here or there, N- nothing really major, but you know, you- you're being a good boyfriend, engaging fiance, whatever, right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, you do have plans and expectations to get married or maybe you are married or whatever and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, uh, your partner comes to you, <laughs> your, partner come- <laughs> your partner comes to you like, yo man, Hey, I just ain't mm-hmm. getting it you know you, you strain all but it's like hey I just ain't getting this in this shit, you know, and I need to go I need to go get it from another uh another distributor <laughs> you know and you be like, damn, you know, think about that shit like you, you can't imagine I mean, I'm not saying people can't get over it. I'm not saying this, but mm-hmm. even if it's coming from a male to female perspective or male to female perspective or whatnot, like regardless mm-hmm. as as if you're the husband telling your wife this or a boyfriend telling your girlfriend or vice versa, wife telling mm-hmm. husband or girl telling you your man or whatnot like if you're honest with somebody and they really have been doing a decent job and doing shit you know is that deemed kind of sense selfish that it's like well shit i thought about myself so much where Mm -hmm. you know i'm not getting this 20 percent and and it's like you know what hey um Good, you good. You doing eighty percent, great, but you fucking up in this twenty percent, so you only get a B. You ain't an A. You ain't a hundred percent. You just exactly. you average, you know. And it's like, should people really be that honest with people, or should they kind of like just kind of coach them, build them up until they get that twenty percent they need from them, you
2: know? I think that, and then after this, guys, I have to.
1: Yeah. yeah. It
2: um, but I think this is this is how I look at it I know Khan's been down there quiet <laughs> but this is how um this is how I look at it everyone has a right to be happy and the reality of it is is that the truth sometimes hurts no one says that being honest, truthful, because if it was easy, more people would be honest. More people would be truthful. Let's keep it real. It's a lot easier to lie than to tell the truth. So my thing is, is that my thing is, is that depending if you develop a strong foundation in your relationship, like you're supposed to do in the beginning, and and you and your partner have developed that kind of tell each other anything. You can be open to each other, which at the end of the day, that's what relationships are supposed to be. Society will think you got to save their feelings, you got to one another from hurting each other. Society has told you it's inappropriate to tell somebody that they're not making you happy. Why is that inappropriate? Because I'd rather have you tell me, because the more that you lie to me and try to hide it the more you're going to be tempted to go do something you're not supposed to do because you're living a lie you're not being honest yeah. and then and then, if all of a sudden you come out of nowhere without telling me and trying to change me now I'm going to be questioning you and why you're trying to change me Yeah. so if you're coming and saying oh yeah honey let me, let me teach you how to do this and I'm like wow where is this coming from you never told me we had a problem so at the end of the day We have to get out of the stigma of thinking that to be a good partner, like, oh, it's selfish of you to want to be happy. Why is it selfish? Why is it selfish? Because at the end of the day, it's selfish for your partner to want you to be unhappy. So you can look at it in the viewpoint of a relationship. Yes, it is a sacrifice. It, is a, it, it can be It can be a sacrifice, but some of your best relationships, people don't look at it as work. People don't look at it as sacrifices. If you ever get the opportunity to talk to people who are in true love with one another, they will tell you their relationship, they wake up every day with a certain joy in their heart. Yeah. If you have opportunity to talk to the 2 who've been married for years, they're gonna tell you, yeah, they've had their ups and downs, but they never once question if they're supposed to be with that person if you start questioning and you start wondering then it's a big possibility that you jump the gun and a lot other people stay in unhappy marriages because they're too afraid of what society will say they're too afraid of what their friends will say they're too afraid of looking like the bad guy because they've been with this person for 15, 20 years and this person gave them all this time of their life and they don't want to walk away. They're too afraid to do that. When the reality was, they probably wouldn't have stayed so long. They probably would have never got married if they really listened and was honest with one another. And that's the thing. Because a lot of times... If you're honest to a person and they tell you, well, you know what? I can't do that. That could have made the decision for you before you even got married. Instead of you just saying, I'm going to accept this thing about that person. Because whatever thing that pops up in your marriage, it was there before you got married. You just weren't honest with one another. Because maybe she's a good woman. Maybe she's smart. She can cook her ass off. She's a family woman. Your mama loves her. Your daddy loves her but but there's things about her that you just kind of overlook because of all that instead of you being honest with her because that's what you should do if more people sit down before they get married and say you are an awesome woman but I do know that there, there is this right here and if she says if she's making it known that well I can't I'm not going to be able to fulfill that for you That gives you something to think about before you pop that question. We don't do that. We meet somebody. They're good enough. And we want to get married. And then we wonder why 10 years down the road we're not happy.
1: very valid
0: points you really hit all the
1: points I was going to say I'm like oh damn, <laughs> damn. damn. Okay, man <laughs> <laughs> join us for next episode <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah but no, nah, we really appreciate that cause like I said I know you got uh, things to take care of but we really appreciate you coming <laughs> on you know the episode mm-hmm. and talking. You know about perspective, the things going on. You know being an entrepreneur, moving in 2020, uh, different things going, on, social media, and just relationships mm-hmm. in general. So you know, hey, much power to you. Uh, again, for all those listeners, again, like I said, four seven zero two zero six three eight four three. Call us, text us, within the show. We love to hear your different opinions about different topics. You know, because on in with Kush podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. the word has been given so we're gonna check out how you live and, and,
0: and when you come back I'm gonna have some rebuttals for you too we're gonna have some more good dialogue <laughs> more
1: good dialogue we coming we, we, Wait, we're don't see. y'all
2: be mad at me women out
1: there don't
2: be
0: mad at me people nah, in relationships I'm ready to go you. people you be floating. I'm like well damn I didn't think of it like that we got, y'all
2: we got I'm a thinker y'all like I be thinking that's me I'm a thinker that's one of the things that I like to do like all this stuff I sit back and I think about certain things the because the only
0: problem with thinkers is that they
2: overthink you know what And overthinking isn't always a bad thing as long as you don't allow yourself to get so involved in your overthinking that it takes over your life nothing wrong with overthinking mm-hmm. but some of your best philosophers don't know how to split
0: that though uh, split, yeah.
1: split. And well, life, uh, and
0: other areas of their life <laughs> On,
1: well, that note, know, but- on that note, on <laughs> that <gonna> note, get- <laughs> on that note, on that note, on that you on that note, on the other on on